Hey, Jason. Josh Kelly. What's up, dog? Get hey, dudes. <laughs> Jason. Where's the other sock dude? He is going to put a sign on the door saying, uh, don't come in here. Good. I hope they listen to that sign. We're in our... Get out, uh, Just get our, out right? We're in our conference room. Whoa. Oh. Hey, dude, you have a way better room. Well, Hey, Skip, I haven't talked to you forever. Yeah, man, it's been a, been a while. Yeah, I do uh, I do enjoy your gifts and memes. Uh, I, we, all, we all share in that we like uh, fun memes. <laughs> I, I, I love sharing as much off-color humor as I can, get away with on the internet and still be able to rock business, so. Right, just, just take it right up to the edge. <laughs> Welcome to the Insurance Dudes, a podcast for insurance agency owners helping us to think of different ways to optimize our business and our lives. This week on Insurance Dudes, we have another set of entrepreneurs, the Sock Dudes, who have looked to generate another form of income in addition to their insurance agencies. Well, well, uh, well, welcome to the insurance dudes. This is the monumental and epic episode where the insurance dudes meet the sock dudes. That's a lot what, of what? What, Just what? a bunch of dudes. So, yeah. so f- funny thing is, is that um, at least 80% of the week, we end up wearing like the same thing and it's really uncomfortable. And so he walks in today and like on purpose, we made sure that we wore something totally different and uh, look at our socks. So, C3PO and R2D2. Look at that. Are you look kidding at- me? <laughs> like, That's so funny. <laughs> they got to gotta have those guys together. Yeah. So it was, uh, that was, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. That is funny. Awesome. So tell us about the sock dudes. You know, it's a really interesting story. It, it, um, it's our hobby, but it's become like a real business because we're selling like 3000 pairs of socks a month or something crazy. And, uh, so we have a consulting company called Click Synergy. And uh, it's me, Skip, and his fiance Ashley, and we work with small businesses here locally. And it keeps us sharp. It's fun. Ashley does this full time, and Skip and I do it part time. And we're at the Atlanta wholesale market um, with a couple of our clients helping them make some buys. One of them had a, a vendor booth, and and we were Skip and I were just we were kind of goofing off, and Ashley was working, and we kind of weren't. And That's how it we, works. And we were going by this. This booth, this cool socks. I'm like, man, these socks are so rad. You can't get these anywhere else. And the next thing I know, we've made a purchase order. And you had to buy three of each one. And we're like, well, we'll sell a pair and mm-hmm. pay for our two pairs. And we'll wear socks for free. And we sit down at a bunch. And we told actually, we just ordered 900 pairs of socks or however many ordered. I don't know. We spent like, a couple grand on socks. And, uh, and so... She was like, you did what? <laughs> and she had this look on her face like, I'm going to kill you. And uh, um, and next thing I know, we have a website, and we're selling socks online. Fast forward to today, 
We're actually opening the storefront May 1st. So same day we open the new agencies. <laughs> so it's crazy. I mean, uh, so that's the story of the sock dudes. And it just kind of um, snowballed from there, really. Yeah, it really did. That's awesome. It's our golf game. It's our golf game. That's that crazy. Awesome. So, so, so you started a sock company. Um, what do you guys specialize in? This, like what kind of socks? <laughs> Tell it's us like, about the socks. Mostly novelty socks. Our, our best-selling sock of all is uh, Make America Great Again socks. <laughs> <laughs> the red and the white letters are awesome. Just like the hat. We, we sell a ton of those things. I bet we sell 50 to 100 pairs or sometimes a week, but at least a month. Oh, uh, wow. They're crazy. Trump socks. It's all novelty socks. Cool, crazy, funky socks got funny designs and sayings on them, and um, I mean, you name it. So you know, it's got all, all kinds, but they're all they're good socks. They have the arch supports, and they have the extra padding under the bottom. They're not the cheapos, but we can do custom socks now. Like y'all need some insurance dude socks. Yeah. Uh, we can do your logo on there, and that'd be rad. But we, it's like I said, it's become a business. We weren't we had no intention of doing that, but it's it's crazy. We tend to monetize our hobbies. So, okay, so you guys are all state agents. Uh, how long have you guys been? Uh, how many agencies? How long have you? What brought you guys in? What is yes. the origin? So, um, so this is a long story. Um, I'll try to make it short as possible, and I'll tell up to a certain point, and then we'll insert skip into the story. <laughs> so I ran a company called BGI Marketing Systems for six, seven years. We coached insurance agents, mostly just Allstate agents. Uh, really were the first people in the game doing this. Um, from us, We started with that back in 07, 08, long through there. And um, um, so I did that. worked with an agent, Bill Goff, great agent, um, and learned the insurance business, got to hang around. Sharp guys like like y'all and other agents across the country. And I so I had an insider on everything that worked, everything that was going. Um, I got a first class education over that, and I've got three little girls. They're eleven, seven, and three. And um, I was on the road two weeks out of the month, at least every month, and it just got old being on the road. And I was like, well, I'll just do my own thing. I'll just open my own agency. So fast forward to twenty fifteen. Um, I was tired of traveling and opportunity came up inside of Long Lewis Ford. So Long Lewis is the number one Ford and Lincoln dealer in the Southeast. Um, big time, great company. The owner, Pablo just a phenomenal guy, smart business guy. And I had the opportunity to come in and run these, run these dealership agencies. And it was a cool concept. They sell five, 600 cars a month. Hey, I'm in. So I, I actually signed a, uh, uh, was going to start a scratch agency and stop that to, to do this. Um, and um, fast forward to today, which is the time of this recording. It's uh, end of April 2019, and uh, we're buying, buying out uh, Todd's part of the agency here. We're moving it out of the dealership. We're buying another agency in Florence, Alabama, which is the town next to us. So currently, um, we have Florence and Muscle Shoals. We had agencies in Prattville and Selma, Alabama as well. And we sold those in November in preparation of all of this. So um, 
fast forward to May 1st, we're going to have two agencies, one in Tuscumbia, one in Florence. And um, that's the kind of quick version of where we're at, where we're, what we're doing now. Um, fun fact, two years ago? November 11th, 2015. Ah, so, skip, I'm going to skip for, Skip and I are in the uh, uh, same lodge in Florence, Masonic Lodge, and I used to have a full-service car wash. He was one of my customers, and I've known him for, I don't know, a long time. And uh, he came in one day to buy a car, and uh, I knew that he was a Liberty National agent for a little while. And I said, hey, you still got your life license? He said, I do. I said, you still have to drive? He was driving at the time, driving like an hour away to go to work. I said, you still drive to cater every day? And he said, yes. So I showed him what we were doing, and Next thing I know, Skip's working for us. And um, so January of 16. February 1st. Okay, whatever. 16. <laughs> he uh, comes to work with us just as a PFC agent and doing that. Fast forward to. Six months later. Six months later, we decided to open up the Prattville location about three and a half hours away. It's so funny. I told him, Skip, I said, Skip was crushing. He was writing 80, 90 items a month, every month, and four or five live policies a month, just killing it. And uh, um, and I said, hey, we're going to open up the Prattle location. I said, do you want to go down and run it? And uh, and he said, let me think about it. And he took four or five steps out of the office and turned around, came back in. He said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. Then he took four or five steps and walked back out. He walked back in. He said, where's Prattle? <laughs> Yes. So, so another funny part of that story is Prattville is on the way to the beach uh, in Alabama, and um, on the way to the beach, and uh, right outside of the city where I actually graduated from college, I went to Falcon University in Montgomery. But I had never in my life even gotten off the interstate at Prattville. Didn't know what Prattville was, and I'm like, I, I need to see this place before I decide to just up and up and move. So we went down. Was it Labor Day? It was the day after Labor Day. Tuesday. We went down and drove down, and I was going to show him the town. And we ended up renting him an apartment the same day and came back. So <laughs> 13 days later, I moved to Prattville. My, my then girlfriend, now fiance, showed up at my apartment following Saturday. I was like, What are you doing? I said, I can never think to move to Prattville. She said, You don't need to move to Prattville for a while, do you? I said, like seven more days, I'm moving to Prattville. She's like, oh, my God. I like to move fast. <laughs> so uh, fast forward, we ran, we, we did that scratch for two years, um, decided to uh, sell it last November, um, and now Skip and I are going to be partners on the uh, the other two new agencies. I, uh, I'm the agent of record and handle kind of the day-to-day stuff, and Skip's been acting as our EFS for the past year. And we just do it all in house. So he handles that side of the business. I focus on the PNC side, and uh, it's, a, it's a good uh, a good deal. In between, we sell socks. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, man. How do you split that time, and how do you find that time? Uh, I sleep about three hours a week. I don't know about Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of guys. I know. You know. In Alabama, down in the south, you know, you got a lot of outdoorsmen and stuff. You have that everywhere. But, I mean, I've got friends that play golf a couple of days a week. During, during right now where everybody's fishing two or three afternoons a week or um, people that hunt. I mean, 
there's guys here that live with the deer, man. They go every day and stuff. We don't have any hobbies like that. You know, I mean, I, I'm very involved with my church and um, my kids have always got something going on. And those are, you know, those take precedent over a lot of stuff. But this is, we like to do this. We like to, our consulting company is so fun to work with small businesses and we end up getting as much out of it as they do. It keeps us sharp and networking with people and it ties in with the insurance agencies too. And then, you know, it's just, I would rather be in a flea market working a booth for the weekend than playing 36 holes of golf at the uh, mm-hmm. Robert Trent Jones golf trail. I, I would, you know, and I guess it's whatever you're into, but um, Skip said earlier, you know, our, our hobbies make us money. And we, I, I, I like doing business stuff. You know, I like making money. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's been kind of funny, too, because, you know, during the course of this, you know, we, we get to help all these small businesses. Our, our consulting company, we do a, a six-month boot camp where we take 10 businesses at a time do a super deep dive into their processes uh, from the ground up. And uh, we've been able to, to save some of those companies, create over the course of the last two, six months uh, cohorts, we've been able to add like 25 jobs to the local economy. Awesome. And, uh, you know, and in the process network with some awesome business owners that, I mean, the whole thing, we get paid to drive business back to our own business. It's, it's kind of fun. And learn. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. And, and learn from them. I mean, this time we've got a we've got a we've got a sterile infusion pharmacy in the group. We've got a chiropractor. We've got uh, restaurants. We've got all kinds of just oldest just cool, hotel in Mississippi. The whole, yeah. yeah, oldest hotel in Mississippi. All kinds, all, all kinds of cool businesses that you know you would think you know no, nothing overlaps, but really everything that we all do. Uh, we, we glean something from everybody. You know, I, I learn as much about what I can use in, in selling life insurance and benefits to, to, to employers from the hotel owner as I, as I do from another insurance agent. So it's, it's, a, it's a really good, really good thing we've got going. And, and like Josh said, it keeps us sharp. That's cool. Um, so that's, a, that's interesting. So what, what would, there's a lot of struggling uh, insurance agents out there. Um, if you took a deep dive into an agency, what would you look at and what would be some of the common things that might be the, uh, hardships that you, that you could overcome pretty easily? I'll I'll go first and I'll let Josh go. Um, from, from my standpoint, I, I, I'm a, I'm a guy Kawasaki kind of believer that sales fixes everything. Mm. And if, if you find what's broken in your sales process, everything else writes itself. It writes the boat. And you just track those numbers backwards. If sales aren't there, you know, what about the quotes? If the quotes aren't there, what are the contacts being made? If the contacts aren't being made, who are you calling? Who have you got to call? Why have you got a reason to call them? And you just work backwards through the process. And next thing you know, you tweak a few things in each one of those and you're selling 80, 90, 100 items a month and, and you know, throwing. 130,000 production credit last year on the board. I mean, you know, it, it works if you work. Mm-hmm. You know, it, so obviously sales sticks out 100%. You write a lot of business that, that hides a lot of things, but I'll take the other side of that. The, the two things, I'll say three things that I, I think that 
all agencies could change and work on right now that nobody does it at 100%. One is is the staffing. Um, so many agencies have generalists. And, you know, there's a, you know, we play, we have a little college football going on down here in Alabama. Um, Skip, unfortunately, is an Auburn, uh, <coughs> Auburn fan. I'm a roll tide. I'm, I'm a University of Alabama fan. So, but whether you love Nick Saban, hate Nick Saban, you have to respect what they've done. And we can all agree that University of Alabama runs an elite football program, right? Well, you look at the football program, they have specialists. You have offense, defense. Offense is trying to score. Defense is trying to keep the other team from scoring. On offense, you have a center. The guy, his job is to snap the ball to the quarterback like the guy in front of him, right? That's his job. The quarterback has a specific position. The running backs, receivers, the end, everybody has a job. They have specialists. Even down to the guy that holds the kick for the kicker to kick it. And you look at the coaching staff and things like that, you look at any elite organization, they have a specialization. Anybody that's operating at a high level doesn't have people operating in a generalist-type situation. So specialization in agency is key. And I don't care what anybody says, too big, too small, whatever. If you got everybody doing everything, you can't, you're not doing it with excellence. I don't think you can do 50 things at once with excellence, but I can do four or five things with excellence. I can do those really good. And even now, the bigger you get, you can draw those down into one or two things. So having a sales team, a service team, having people specifically focused on uh, financial side of things, workplace benefits, even in the service team, people that handle claims, people that handle this part, the administrative tasks. So that's a biggie, specializing, and then not having a solid referral program, man. Everybody's all got a referral program, but do you really? You know, I mean, that's working it, talking about it, making it part of your culture, Making it part about everything you do um, is so important. It's the best business there is. They close better. They last longer. They refer more. It's the best type of business you can get, period. So that and then third thing is is having true salespeople that are commission-based, that eat what they kill, that are incentivized to write a bunch of business, and then nurturing that stuff. You've got so many salespeople filing paperwork and chasing down stuff and let them go hunt, you know, let them sell insurance, hire an eight dollar an hour person to handle the paperwork for them, you know, and just let them do their thing. They're happy and you get more out of them. So that's, uh, I'll stop there. I've talked two hours on this yeah. stuff. Back to that referral thing today. It's a fun fact for today. Every single item that we have written today has been a referral. We've written 23 items so far. Um, today, um, and uh, um, it's, I don't know, we still got three or four hours left, but every single one of them, I had two people call me, somebody called Skip, they passed off the salespeople, boom, they close them. So it's, uh, it's mailbox money. Nice. So speak to your referral program. Um, what does that look like and how do you implement it? Yeah, so, so we, do, um, we do a little bit different than most. We do the $10 gift cards um, like a lot of people do. Um, but we 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 really make a big deal out of it. We do the handwritten note, we mail it out to them, we track this stuff and log it. But we uh they always get a, a phone call, thank you, hey, we got we keep them updated on what the process looks like. But all those people go into a, a drawing each quarter. We do a, a big grand prize drawing every quarter. So we just gave away a Glock forty two pistol 
Uh, we can get away with that down here in Alabama. Um, before that, we did a um, we did a big green egg. We've done Yeti coolers, TVs, uh, Nintendo Switch. I mean, we just kind of we spend four or five hundred bucks, and um, everybody that gets a quote or sends us somebody to to refer somebody, their name goes in the drawing, and we do that every quarter. Um, and we're very consistent with it. We talk about it. Um, we, we track how many people you ask for referrals. Um, and with that too, we also do like, I mean, how many times a day, a month, does somebody come in your office and ask you for a $50 donation for this, or you take an ad out in this deal, or this kid's going on a mission trip or this travel team, or I just quit doing that. Um, and said, Hey, listen, how much more are you trying to raise? Like we had last, um, two weeks ago, we had this, this young girl was going on a mission trip to Honduras and was wanting $50 sponsorships. And I said, how, how much money do you need? She said, well, I need $800. I said, well, how'd you like to get all the money? <laughs> she's like, okay. And she's like a 12 year old girl, real sharp kid. And I said, well, all you got to do is get 80 people to call call us and let us have a conversation with them about their insurance, or here's a link to our website that can go on and fill this out. Every person that you get to do it, they don't have to buy anything. I'll give you 10 bucks for it. And, uh, um, and she's at 90 something already. So I'm like 900 bucks. And I would much rather do that, help this young kid out, help her do what she's doing on the mission trip. There's some feel good in there. We're giving her almost a thousand dollars for a mission trip, but we're getting almost a hundred leads out of it too. We've already closed four or five of them. We're already got an ROI on it. So we do a lot of things like that in the community as far as um, fundraisers and that kind of stuff with people. And, and but the big thing is just talking about it and asking. And the other thing too is we 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 are deeply involved and connected in the local community on. Uh, we do a lot of volunteer time. We, we both sit on several different volunteer boards that keep us connected to, to the movers and shakers in the area. And just, you know, be, being the guy that, that everybody sees at the event, uh, being the guy that people sit across from in a boardroom twice a month. I mean, it just, it just keeps you connected. And I think a lot of people kind of leave that part out. They, they think, Oh, it's another lunch meeting that I've got to go to and I, I've got so much to do, but really, I mean, you know, building those relationships by giving back to the community, I mean, the, the return on that's huge because I mean, anybody involved in those organizations, when it comes time for a question about insurance, question about benefits, even if, even if they're not our customers, we're going to answer those questions for them as best we can you know, just invest in them and then you'd be surprised at how many of those end up referring people to us rather than to their personal agent. And then when the time comes, they, they move on over to us too. So it's, I, I don't think you can stress enough being involved in, in the local nonprofit community. Yeah. When the insurance gets brought up, one of our faces pops up in their head. All the other insurance agents hate us. Uh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's the power of giving, of giving, uh, give, just giving, right? And right. Really nothing is. more valuable than time. So if you're, if people see you giving time, then you know, it, it unlocks a lot of doors. 
Yep. We've been talking about this for weeks now. Truth. That's, you know, what's funny uh, with all the people that we're talking to, that is the common thread. A hundred percent. Like every single person that we talk to that is successful and no matter what they do, there's a, there's a huge element of giving. Um, well, you know, and the piggyback on that too, it's not just there's a right heart condition, mind condition going into that. It's the, you know, like a, going to the table with a napkin here versus going to the table with a napkin here. You know, it's not like I'm pulling a lever at the casino. I'm putting this in to get it back. You know, it's doing it without expecting it to return and, Genuinely being involved, it puts you in positions for people that want to help you out. You know, totally. One of the yeah. big, one of the big principles that we kind of operate the agency off of, and our consulting company too, is to over deliver to, to to exceed people's expectations. And you know, just the other night, I'll toot Josh's horn as much as I hate to. Um, just the other night, I'm, I'm overworking it the retail shop that we've got getting it ready. Josh gives me a call says, Hey, have you got your computer with you? So yeah, we run out and get it. We looked up this, this guy's wife that hit a deer and wasn't one of our all state customers, but she was an all state customer. And Josh like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to check on her. And so, I mean, he rolls up, duct tapes her fender well back together, gets her going, you know, make sure she's okay. She's going to remember that. Um, you know, another all state agent, gets paid for everything that, that they've got. But when it comes time for, you know, the conversation in that lady's circle of, of who would you recommend for insurance? No doubt she's going to recommend us because we over deliver. And again, like Josh said, it's not with uh, just this awesome expectation that everybody's going to come and do business with us and we're going to get tons of money out of it. It's just about having your heart right. It's about being a good human. Plus, it doesn't hurt that we're very handsome. Well, one of them. So, I mean, that helps. <laughs> I'm, I'm mesmerized. I, I, <laughs> I, I want to. Well, number one, I don't know that we've uh, that we've said here in this cast how to find the socks. So, why don't we do that? So, uh, do yes. you can go to uh, thesockdudes.com. T-H-E-S-O-C-K-D-U-D-E-S.com. Uh, you can also go to these shops at Coldwater. That's S-H-O-P-P-E-S. But thesopdudes.com. You can also go to our Instagram or Facebook and um, links to the shop there as well. And if anybody wants custom socks, we can do custom socks. Like if you want to do like, talk about a great giveaway is if you got an agency logo, you want to do your logo on some pair of socks. I mean, Nine, ten bucks a pair. What is it? I mean, that's way cooler than giving a $10 gift card. Um, you think we would do that in the agency? I just haven't thought about that. But, uh, and people uh, aren't going <laughs> to throw that away. We want a sock company. Aha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 you know, but, uh, um, you know, we can do a small run. It's like 36 socks, you know? So it's uh, it's pretty neat. And our, our custom sock program, it's all made in the USA, too. We, we're working with a factory out of North Carolina does some awesome work, makes some great socks. And, uh, so, so yeah, no, this, no import, no coming from China. It's all really good Not stuff. China. All oh. right. That's important. What's the hey. turnaround? How, how quick do I get my socks that I can hand out for referrals? 
about four weeks from the time you approved the uh, artwork. Okay. And any logo, right? I'm building yep. out a logo right now. Apparently, it has yep. a pretzel yep. on it. My agency. Yep. You can oh, pick out. The, cool. You can pick out the colors. Uh, we did a want, we did a run with some bright teal with hot pink sock dudes logos on them. And we got those <laughs> hanging in the shop, and you know it's just it's a big standout bright color that people look at. And what is that? And most of the time, we just give those away because you know, people go wear them. But you get your socks. People throw socks away. Yeah. Well, it just stands out. I mean, even if they don't wear them or whatever, like. Somebody's going to talk about that's a conversation piece right there. That's right, and and, and that's the that's the one of the keys of knowing what the value of each customer you have is. You know, we we know that we can spend ten dollars on a pair of socks uh, to to get a return on a customer because we know what the value of our customer is going forward. And if, if uh, I'll I'll throw ten dollars at getting a new customer all day long I'll in the agency and, and in the shop. And so, a referral customer is a lot different than a cold customer. Oh, absolutely. So, so you guys, you have you have two agencies opening up in seven days. Yes. And are they both? They're both going to be scratch ECP contract. No, no, no. They're or, existing. They're existing books. Um, oh. One of them. Uh, one of them is uh, the one in Florence. Is uh, he's a twenty year agent, seventy five years old, just getting out, of, just retiring. Um, it's a medium-sized book, and then the book here at the dealership we built from I built from scratch since 2015. So it's a medium size now as well. Um, so we'll have both of those, and we're going to keep both locations, but everything will roll up. So probably 12 months or so, we'll probably do another ECP, uh, do another mm-hmm. scratch. I like doing those. Um, I've done two, and it's pretty fun. And uh, um, so, but for right now, we're just going to run these two. By phone, I used to have hair right there. <laughs> <laughs> when you did the when you did the ECPs, how how scaled was it? So so when I did them, we were on ADB, so it was a little bit different model. If I if they had the ECP when we started scratch, <laughs> um, I'd be five years closer to retiring. Jeez. Um, but we did really well with the ADB, but if we had this model they have now, uh, it would have been a lot different. But So we, we haven't done an ECP yet. So we were uh, we, we fell right under when the, right before that started. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a fun time, too, because right when we opened this one here that we're, we're buying and moving out, uh, Josh signs a contract to – to get started, and then like the day the agency's supposed to open, uh, they tighten up the RMPs to, so, where, to where you can't hardly write anything. I opened <laughs> <laughs> this this first one uh, October of 2015, and like October 17th, they it uh, it was it was really bad. <laughs> it was the worst underwriting conditions I've ever seen in the history of. The planet, but if you had an 18 IS or lower, they wanted you. <laughs> so, but we made it. You know, we made it. Um, yeah, it got better. This business is cyclical. It's up and down, and always comes back around. Uh, Mondays, you always sell life insurance, right? right. <laughs> always sell something. What about what about driving traffic to the besides besides the referrals? Do you guys do you buy leads? Do you? Supplement now, so it's it's all from that referral base. From yeah, we, 
we have some telemarketers that um, we have some some college kids that we have that um, do a really good job. But even then, they're calling uh, estates and requotes, and um, we don't have them calling cold lists. You know, the uh, uh, I've never bought a lead ever. Um, I've never bought a lead. Um, mostly the referral program networking the community. And of course we get some business now from the dealership, but that's only about 15, 20% of what we write. Cause most of the people that need insurance that come through here, isn't really your ideal candidate anyways. Um, but it's, it's all grassroots organic stuff. And then we, we work really hard, um, through our social media networks. Oh Yeah. To, uh, to make sure people know us, to make sure people are engaged with us, laughing with I think both of us are floating right around 5,000 um, people on our personal Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've got the business Facebook pages but for all of our businesses, but that's not where everything comes from. I mean, those are now, for all of those, you got to pay to play now to get any kind of kind of response on those. But we work, we've worked very hard over the last two or three years to really, really develop a social media brand. And, um, you know, it's uh, for, for me, Craig, Craig, you mentioned it, the memes and the gifs and just making people laugh. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times I'm sitting out to eat somewhere and somebody will come up to me and they'll tell me a, a meme that I posted the other day or they'll tell me <laughs> that you know, keep doing what you're doing. I was going through a rough time. And it, you know, it, it, it made me laugh and it, it helped me get through it. And that's, you know, that's just kind of how we've branded ourselves is to, to you get you get people laughing. You can you can get them to do business with you. And um, so we worked really hard on that for the past two or three years of, of making sure that we're very, um, um, very, very dialed in and intentional on what we do on social media. You know, I got funny. Can I tell a quick story? Yeah, do it. It's funny. Of so I, um, Skip and I, there's no denying we're very confident. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, that's what I call it, confident. And so we're because, because arrogant sounds rude. <laughs> arrogant people are abrasive, and you don't like being around them. We don't. Everybody likes being around us. We're very confident and secure in ourselves. And uh, so I'm working this car show Saturday. It's a big car show downtown Tuscumbia, this big park. And I've got these two young girls that work for us. Um, one's twenty. One's twenty-one. Real pretty girls. And us three, we're working the booth. Their job's to get all the guys to look at them and bring them in, and then I try to sell them something, right? And uh, uh, and so <laughs> I'm doing my Facebook lives and all of this, and I mean, I bet we had 15 people in a row come by and say, "Hey, thanks! I saw your Facebook live. I saw your post on Facebook, 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 something, 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 something." And uh, um, and one of them, Tess, she looks at she's very. Um, Brutally honest or very blunt, but she yeah. says things just how she is. She said, Josh, you know, you're very tech savvy and social media savvy for a middle aged man. I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, how old do you think I am? She said, I'm 30 something. I said, oh, I said, I'm 36. I was 35 at the time, right? And uh, um, I said, middle aged people live way past 70. And that hurts my ego because, like, I'm first of all, hey, I'm a happily married man, got a smoking hot wife, like, everything's awesome. But if I didn't, 
<laughs> I see myself as I have a chance with one of these 20-year-old girls, right? That's why I see myself. My confidence level. It cut me to the bone when she called me a middle-aged man. So I was like, that, that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's payback for him introducing me to his to everybody, we'll go out to eat. He'll say, Dad, you got the bill? <laughs> I love it. I walk off. It's Skip's turn to play. I say, thanks, Dad. And I walk off. And when Skip gets like, flustered, his neck gets red from his chin down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just payback. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Great. And so, yeah. I, I, do you have any? you guys have any questions for us or anything you want to dive into? Yeah, so. um, yeah t- I mean, t- tell us what you guys are doing different out there in, in Arizona. I mean, well, I'm in, so I'm in Arizona. Jason's in, in California. He has okay. his unique challenges in that you can't write um, or they don't write a lot of homes because everything burns down or gets shook, okay. shook up, apparently. So he's on fire pretty regular. Yeah. I, Arizona, similar, similar things. Uh, we we focus a lot on on networking with the loan officers to drive drive those referrals. So we, we give leads to loan officers, uh, which is pretty well received because I know they they want to buy those leads. They're in the you know in the fifties or you know forty five fifty bucks, and and when we give them to them, and then we help show them the process that they can use. That there's a lot of value in that, and you know they're they're thankful for that. So uh, that that's another. Another thing we do, but trying to really, really be out here and give, and that's uh, that's been effective for for us. It's awesome, and yeah, and yeah. So, what does that look like in California, where homes are homes are tougher to to, to insure? What are you are you working primarily with auto dealers? Where where where? Yes, you're basically yeah. an independent agent that sells Allstate Auto out there. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, my agency, we kind of lead with, um, we lead with auto because it's the one thing that we can pretty much write. Uh, and then, uh, we're, we're primarily doing like internet leads and I'm a real, I like technology. So I'm a technology nerd. I'm always trying to do marketing and, and anything I can on the, on the technology side for the agency. Um, so it's a, it's a bit different. We don't do, uh, commercial either so we're real niched <laughs> i don't think any of us really do commercial um yeah the, the commercial guy walking into dangerous territory no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well cool yep. I, I love the idea of of you guys or, or using you guys to as that giveaway, right? Using the socks, getting the socks, and 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 giving those as as referral gifts, uh, as as gifts for the team. Uh, you know, so again, we, give me the probably work out some kind of special deal too. For you know, we, we can work something out. Maybe knock a buck off a pair or something. Maybe get them down to eight nine bucks. Whoa! Now we're something talking. Else, uh, Sounds okay. good, yeah. Maybe like cost, you, cost you and all that. We're, we're, we're volume guys. We, we grow <laughs> a thousand pairs of stocks. Well, cool. I'm hey, I'll buy, I'll buy some. I'll buy a brick. Hey, yeah, I want a brick of stocks. Is that what they're <laughs> called, a brick? Is it a brick? Uh, hey, I want to put my face on it. it. 
Well, well, once your credit card clears, you can call it a, <laughs> call it a truck, <laughs> a tree, or a whatever. No. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, well, we want to respect your guys' time, and, and uh, unless you have hey, Last thing, Jason, let's see your tattoos, man. So I, I am as well a tattoo insurance agent. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, I, I got, I guess. But I bet you never met anybody that has a sun drop tattoo. <laughs> Dos, is that Dos Equis? No, sun drop. Oh. Zoom in. The gods. Y'all don't have that in California. Can we oh, zoom in? No. That? Can we zoom hey, in on? Check this out, though. Hang on. Let me see here. Oh, that is amazing. That should be on your on your oh, Facebook yeah. cover right there. That's a good hands, man. Yeah. <laughs> on the deltoid. That's not an approved uh, thing. And so I've got this one's a fun one. What, did you use EA oh, fonts? Get that oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got mine. I got a bunch. I've got Alfred E. Newman on my shoulder blade. And I've got a versus spy. I've got That's a bunch. Awesome. I know there's not many. Um, gosh, when I came in here, I was like, I got to cover up because, you know, insurance and tattoos don't really work. But eh, now I'm now I'm t-shirt and t-shirt and short sleeves and more cool. a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I have to all of mine. I have to keep covered up because we're in again because we're in Alabama, and uh, I could not have a sleeve here. It wouldn't. Uh, Want to fly? No, no, I'm, I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> We're at the yeah. uh, splash pad two or three years ago with my, I'm out there with my daughters, and I kept seeing the parents grab their kids' hands, and I'm like, what's going on? And my wife said, well, you look like you just got out of prison, Josh. I was like, okay. So I have water shirts now that I wear at the splash pad. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we, we yeah, take it away with it here. <laughs> Well, we used to not like when I when I started getting tattooed was in the late '90s, and everybody was like, "You're never going to be able to get a job." And I was playing music back then, so I was like, "I don't care. I'm touring bands. Like this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life." So I got blasted up, and I, literally, almost, I'd say 99% of my tattoos were all done before the age of 21. So, but times out here have caught up now. You know managers and of multi-million dollar companies and whatever they all have tattoos now so there's a lot of people that um they're still cool with it it's a lot of the older people around here still kind of you know old-fashioned of course alabama we're the last to do everything except for win national championships they just voted on the lottery this week so i mean i guess that medical marijuana uh we, they're voting on it now, so it's a uh, uh, we're we're always last, but it's a uh, I, I like tattoos. I have a revolving appointment every four months with my guy. The guy, and I, what's cool is, is I don't even know what I'm getting till I get in there. That's and funny. Whatever comes to me like the day before, I'm like, oh, that sounds good. Gosh, I got to get back on the train. I haven't gotten a tattoo in ten years. Craig, Craig, you have any tattoos? I have zero. I have zero. Yeah. Not yeah. a needle guy. You get the pretzel thing, man. Yeah, good. I mean, on your butt yeah. cheek. <laughs> <laughs> on my butt cheek. All right. You see any prime grade A beef right there on the right cheek? 
<laughs> That's actually yeah, a good idea. Could work. Yeah. That could work. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey guys, uh, one other thing before we uh, before we jump out of here, um, we, we're announced. Well, we've kind of announced it, but we've got once we get settled down and make the moves and everything, we're actually also starting a, a, a podcast called the Guy Pod. We'd love to have you guys on at some point. Cool, That'd be awesome. I'm all. It, it would be our first invite. So be looking for that invite soon. Um, uh, we'll be. Uh, We'll be drinking sun drop, eating bacon, and talking about any and everything that doesn't make any sense. So not instrument <laughs> stuff. Yes. It's fun, crazy stuff that bugs us. Yeah. That's awesome. We Love try it. to we try to stay away from insurance a, a little bit over here. Keep it exciting. <laughs> keep, it, keep it fun for everybody. Right. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you so much for being on here. One last shout out to the website. Yes, yeah, www.thesockdudes.com. The sockdudes.com. Make yeah, sure if you anybody know. wants custom socks, just uh, just shoot us an email. You can find us in if you're all state, you can find us in Global or find us on Facebook. Josh Kelly, K E L L E Y, and the Stuart Nichols. Hey, you're going to see an order for some socks with the pretzel logo on it. That's going to be awesome, man. It's gonna, it, I'm going to do awesome. some too. I got I to gotta, I gotta get some socks. I love That's that idea. Cool. Good awesome. All right, guys. Cool, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the other side on your guys' show. Absolutely. We'll, be soon, man. we'll, we'll send, you, send you a link soon. Awesome. Awesome. Talk to you later. All right, guys. See, see you. All right. See ya. Your Insurance Dudes podcast is sponsored by Agency Vault, an industry leader in agency coaching, hiring and retaining top talent, and sales training with the seven step trusted advisor sales framework. Are you up for the challenge? For $99, you'll get 28 days of access and an opportunity to join our private platinum coaching group. For more information, navigate to www.agencyvault.com. Hey, thanks for checking out the insurance dudes. Hey, please subscribe. We got some really great stuff coming out.